Alright, we are back with the Incompetence Podcast. We are missing Ben today. I don't know why. We have Alex here. Alex, how you doing, buddy? Pretty good, man. How are you? Not too bad, not too bad. Another day, another day. Finally have some football in our lives. Something to look forward to on weekends. Never complain yep. about that. But, uh, Reed, how are things going up there in Maine? Going well, man. How are you fellas? Biggest to chilling, man. But uh, with football being back, we decided to bring back the Incompetence Podcast to uh, give our takes on some things that happened during the week or the season. Um, you know, if anyone's overperforming, underperforming, kind of talk about that. Um, also, our biggest thing that we are, you know, really excited for right now is sports betting's back. We have something to blow our money on in hopes of winning big. Alex, would you like to start us out? So to start off, I think my first game, um, I'm going to go with Baylor over uh, minus 17 and a half against Kansas. Um, I really like this game. Uh, I was listening to some other people, and I know that uh, their their models were having the game in like a 20-point differential or 30-point differential. Um, Kansas literally lost to Coastal Carolina. so Kansas stinks. Um, yeah, they're terrible, and they're going to Baylor. Um, Baylor with um, Charlie Brewer, quarterback, uh, one of the Charlie best Brewer, quarterbacks right. in the in the in the Big Twelve. So, give me Baylor to start off on this segment. Um, Baylor minus seventeen and a half over Kansas. I don't know what you guys got on this game. If you uh, if you just want to implement some analysis or something. Yeah, no, I mean I Baylor. Mean, Baylor's a much better team. The Big Twelve. So, you know. There's there's always the chance for the upset, but I have to say I do believe in Baylor on this one. I, I do think that they can pull it off. It's just I my biggest question with football this season is how many of the players stayed in shape, how many of the new guys that they wanted to be you know big time producers, especially at a school like Kansas Baylor, you know that stuff. How many of those younger guys got to get into the program, got to get acclimated before all of this went down? Yeah, an interesting thing is um, Baylor's new coach is Dave Aranda. He was the defensive coordinator at LSU for the past few years. So um, we'll see. It'll be a new look Baylor team, but you know they should be fun. They had a good year last year, so we'll see. Speaking of former LSU coaches, uh, former LSU coach Les Miles is the coach of the Kansas Tigers per his own uh, brain. He has no idea where he's a coach, and that's going to factor in. Baylor's going to beat Kansas by 75 points. Um, it's not on my slate, but that's a blowout waiting to happen. The only team Kansas might beat this year is Texas because it's one of those years. <laughs> it, is, it is one of those years. Uh, Kansas uh, is going to lose every game. They're going to go 0-10. Um, my, my first pick on my board, we'll get into, uh, we can just run through a couple college picks if we want to do that. I just have two college picks on my straight up board. Um, so, so there's one team in the sec who has a thousand COVID cases and that's Missouri. And they just happen to be playing, uh, Alabama. I don't know if you've ever heard of Alabama, but they're very good at football. Um, now, the thing about this matchup is they're going to beat Missouri like a drum, and they're going to rest the starters in the second half, and they're going to play Talia Tungovailoa in the second half, and he's going to be a little bit lost out there. But Bama's going to beat Missouri by at least 15.5 in the first half. So that's your first pick is Bama's first half minus 15.5. Okay. Reed, that is a fantastic pick. I actually have Alabama minus 28. Um but that is a fantastic pick. So uh, going on this game, um, I think it's like pretty normative of Alabama to beat the absolute dog crap out of whoever they play first. Um, oh, yeah. Reed brings up a great point, though, that they're going to be resting starters in the second half. So I do like the first half look a lot. Um, I, have them at, I have Alabama minus 28. But, you know, I, I probably like Reed's pick a little bit better. So, well done. I might like Alabama by 28 in the first half. <laughs> Dude, I wouldn't be surprised, man. All right, go ahead, Reed. What's, what do you got next? Um, my second pick on the board. Now, this is a game that I would be surprised if you have on your board. Um, it's one that I absolutely love, though. So, did you watch the college football game last week that the teams combined put up 100 points? 
SMU and North Texas in the battle for uh, Dallas. Okay. Um, SMU looked horrible against Texas State, but they're playing Stephen F. Austin, and they're not going to play bad against Stephen F. Austin. The spread in that game is 34 and a half, and SMU is going to cover that in the first half and keep it keep their their foot on the gas, and they're going to run it up on the on the Lumberjacks. And uh, I honestly love SMU. I, I would like the over if I thought that Stephen F. Austin could score a touchdown, but I don't know that they'll score a touchdown. Yeah, Stephen F. Austin got beat pretty handily by uh, UTSA last week. So And Ooh, and UTSA not is not good at football. No. no. 2-0. I like that take. So those are my two college straight-up picks. Okay. I only have one college pick this week. And it has to do with, one, the head coach, who I'm not a fan of, and two, I just really don't think that this team is all that it's hyped up to be this year. And that's Michigan's plan this week? Over Auburn. No. No, 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 no. <laughs> just wait. I'm, going, I'm, I'm picking against them every week. But no, I have Kentucky over Auburn. Ooh, because Auburn I, I love that always pick. has that one game early in the season that they just trip over themselves. They're the yeah. more athletic team, the more skilled team, but the co- the head coach is just a dingus. How he won a national championship, that, that national championship is all Cam Newton. Like, the decision yeah. that this man has made since Cam has been gone is what has gatekept these teams from performing in the SEC. Like, yeah, you know, they'll be up there and they'll compete, and in the SEC... It, you know, if you're not Bama or LSU, you're kind of just there, you know? But Kentucky's a team that the past few years, you know, they've been getting, they had a lot of young guys in there, I believe, two years ago, and a lot of them were at the premier positions. So I just, I don't think that, especially with Auburn being a seven and a half point favorite, you know, I just I think Kentucky's gonna hang in there, and I can see Kentucky winning outright. If not, they're at least gonna cover. Oh yeah, I'm gonna be really honest. I have no idea who their quarterback is. Um, I can't I, remember his name. Lynn Bowden was not, fantastic last year, but he's yeah. already been on seven NFL teams. So I have is no it idea still is it Terry Wilson? That sounds right. Um, uh, he was a quarterback the past few years, but I don't know I'll, if he graduated. I'll take whoever it is because I don't love Bo Nix. No, I'm not as hype on Terry Wilson Jr., yes. Yeah. All right, yeah. Yeah. Go Cats. So, Ohio, interesting uh, pick. So, do you have them winning outright, or do you just have them covering? I have them winning outright, but they'll definitely okay. cover. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I actually have them as part of my parlay, as, as a leg on my Ooh. parlay. Okay. Um, so Same wavelength. Good. Like yeah, for sure. Uh, but I have three straight-up games. Um so I have one more. I want to go with Middle Tennessee State uh, plus seven, I believe, um, against UTSA. Yep. Um, now, if you guys, as if you guys keep hearing the our podcast, and I know Reed Reed's already in tune with how I bet. I love betting on small schools. Um, UTSA UTSA is not that bad. Um, you know they've played well, but they only beat. Uh, Stephen F. Austin by 10 or no I think it was 14 last week um, and I just think that Middle Tennessee is way better than uh, than Stephen F. Austin they have that quarterback I think his name is Bo O'Hara uh, he's he's a pretty good player uh, they've looked terrible the first two games but I think that's why the line is inflated as, as much as it is so give me Middle Tennessee State uh, on a Friday night kick in the Alamo Dome in San Antonio to cover seven points against UTSA. You know what? You know what, Alex? I'll go head-to-head head with you on that game. I love UTSA in this game. I think Middle All Tennessee right. stinks. I think they're horrible. I watched the game that they played against Army, and I watched the game they played against Troy, <laughs> and they stunk in both of them, and I love Army and Troy because of uh, Middle Tennessee State. So I'll jump on the Roadrunners bandwagon, and I'll go head-to-head with you on this one. All right, how much are we betting? You heard it here, guys. 20? Yeah, we'll go 20 on it. All right, 20. Venmo 20 bet right there. Mark it down, guys. Minus Tomorrow seven? night, baby. Yeah, minus, at seven, yeah, seven points. All right, let's do it. Live dog on Middle Tennessee. I love it. Let's do it. Uh, H2H, baby. Let's go. Um, 
All right, so I have my Reed. You have your um, underdogs, right? Yeah, I've got my underdogs, and okay, uh, they've both previously been mentioned in uh, in the last minute and a half by me. Um, Troy minus, or sorry, Troy plus four ten. BYU was a giant Ooh. underdog against Navy. BYU's played one game and has had COVID related uh, reasons to not play. Navy stinks. Navy came back against Tulane because they've got heart, but Navy Navy stinks and BYU beat a bad team. Troy Troy played last week against another bad team and looked incredible. Blew them out. I mean, dominated. I think the game's going to be closer than they have the spread at. I like Troy to cover, but I like Troy at the juice that you're getting 4 to 1 odds that Troy wins the game outright. And Army Listen, if you can't back the troops, you can't back anyone. <laughs> the, tro- the troops' defense has been incredible this year. Those guys are locking down the border. They're locking down the defensive line. They're not letting anybody score on them. And there's nothing better than watching a 300-pound fullback just scurry down the field for a 60-yard touchdown. Army's going to pull this game off outright at 4.5 to 1 odds. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. And, you know, I can't. I can't um, knock you for that. That uh, that Troy pick is intriguing because at plus four hundred odds, man, that's that's a lot of that's a big potential right there. So the tro- they're the Trojans too. One Trojans yeah. team has to be good, and USC's not playing this year. That's true. Very true. So for me, here's what I got. I've got my first one. I have the Syracuse Orange over the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. Let me tell you why. Syracuse in week one played in Chapel Hill against the Mac Brown-led North Carolina Tar Heels. And they didn't look bad. Now, in the fourth quarter, I think it was maybe like a seven or ten point game. And North Carolina just blew them out in the fourth quarter. Okay, whatever. But you have to realize that in the first half, they're only losing by four in North Carolina. Now, Georgia Tech, they looked good against uh, Florida State. The offense didn't look good. They have a, they have a freshman quarterback. Um, and then they just got the, the piss kicked out of them last week. Yeah, they're, going to, they're going to upstate New York. They're going to Syracuse. Give me the Syracuse Orange at plus 240 on the money line, baby. I like that. I like that a lot. Okay. Yeah. I think that's a solid choice there. Like, and then I like what they have going in Georgia Tech. Just like overall, like the new coaches in there, they're really repping Atlanta. Like the, he's making it about the players. So I I think give it you know two three years, Georgia Tech could really start to compete. But right now, I just don't think that they're the entire package put together. Yeah, and um, and the thing about Syracuse, like two years ago, they were pretty good. Uh, but the thing that's kind of gotten them is their defense sucks. They brought in a a new um, defensive coordinator who really made Sam Howell in week one look really, like, average, I would say. Uh, Their defense has been playing well. They played at Pitt uh, last week and barely lost. Yeah. So, you know, they're playing competitively. Yeah. And Pitt's a good team. Pitt, I I like – I'm a fan of Pitt. Um, But, yeah, just give me Syracuse. And then for my second dog, guys – The UT team, the University of Tennessee. Well, first of all, there's okay, two oh, UTs. Yeah. The University of Texas and the University of Tennessee. Neither of them in the past two or three years have been any good. And the University of Tennessee has been absolute crap. Okay? Oh, yeah. They're going on the road to South Carolina, and Tennessee's favored? No, no absolutely not. Uh, give me South Carolina at home as a home dog. Uh, they're playing at night. I like that. I like that. Hold on. Can y'all hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we can hear you. Bud's saying that he couldn't hear me. Okay. So, um, yeah, give me South Carolina as a home dog at night. Uh, yeah, absolutely. The lights are going to be on. Um there's the same quarterback. It's the Garantano guy at Tennessee. He hasn't been very good. Yeah, South Carolina just brought in a, a new offensive coordinator. They might be throwing the ball down the field a little bit more. Yeah, so 
Um, at, uh, at a few models that I've even seen, they have South Carolina winning the game outright uh, on top. Yeah, so just give me South Carolina on the money line for sure. All right. I like that. Right now I'm muted, oh, but when I talk, it shows that. All right, so Reed, do you have a parlay? Well, I've got a parlay for you, baby. Do you have a, a college parlay? I don't have a college parlay. Okay, so I'm going to keep on going then. Go so my it. my um, college parlay for the week, West Virginia plus seven. Uh, I think West Virginia's defensive line is very good. I think Oklahoma State looked absolutely terrible last week. Reed, I know you're an Oklahoma they State did. alum, but they did they look did. terrible. I mean, we'll see. Spencer Sanders is not going to play. Uh, I think they might be able to match up with Tylen Wallace a little bit better. Hopefully, West Virginia's offense is a little better than Tulsa's because Tulsa's offense was horrible. Uh, but I think they'll be able to cover uh, seven points. Ohio, um, I'm going to give a little shout-out to you. Give me Kentucky at plus seven and a half. Um, so, um, in the past, uh, Kentucky plus seven and a half at Auburn. Um, this is my parlay. So okay. if you guys can tell me what has been like Auburn's strength in the past, like the defensive line, right? Oh, always the D line. Yeah. Okay. It's well, big guys to get pressure on that D line. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know who went like in the, the as the sixth overall pick in last uh, year's draft, a man who goes by the name of D Brown, D Brown, baby. And he was an absolute beast at Auburn. Yeah, and uh, they had that co guy as well that I believe is yep. no longer on the team. Um, and I also believe that their whole secondary, uh, Noah, it starts with an I, Efeganubu, uh, he was drafted as well. Crushed it. Um, Auburn has a whole new defensive line and a whole new secondary. And Kentucky's returning a lot of guys except Lynn Bowden. Uh, so, yeah, give me Kentucky at plus seven and a half at Auburn. And then, Reed, another shout out to you. If you can't support our troops, you can't support anybody. Give Let's me go. Army. Let's At go. plus 13 in Cincinnati. This is my three-leg parlay. It's paying out at five, uh, 5.7 to 1. I have a lot of confidence in all of these games. Um, actually, honestly, every single game that I've picked, I have a lot of confidence in. I know that Reed and I will kind of fight it out on the Middle Tennessee one. Let's go. Friday night. But I think, um, I think every everything else um, I really like. So, yeah, th th those are the that's the three-leg parlay that I have for my – uh, college college slate. Do we have any more uh, college news to get into? I have no more college games. Alex? I'm excited that OSU is actually playing. Um, no. I mean, what's going on in uh, Mississippi, guys? Like, uh, Mike Leach is a coach. Um, age, uh, Lane Kiffin is a coach. Deion Sanders is a coach. And Lane Kiffin broke on part of my take that they're wearing the powder blues, and that's a terrifying sight if you're a Gators fan. That is. That um, is. Ohio, you mentioned that the uh, the Buckeyes were playing this year. Well, I have some breaking news for you. Oh, boy. The Pac-12 just announced that they will be playing a seven-game slate starting in November, as of wow. four minutes ago, per Heather Dinich on ESPN. Okay. So I'm the Trojans are back. <laughs> Does that change your pick? State fan, but... Uh... Yeah, no. I, I don't see anyone from the Pac-12 competing too much. Uh, no, I Oregon mean, Oregon may, but um, for the most part, I think that yeah. just is intriguing that more football will be back. And uh, West Coast, Worst Coast, doesn't matter. They're not going to be in the college football hunt anyway. That's fair. Um, so breaking news on the Incompetence podcast. Yeah. Breaking news, Pac-12 football for all you West Coast people out there. Um, and then... Ben had one pick that he gave us from college football, I believe, yes, right? Did. Yeah, it was Army. Oh, oh the yeah, troops, yeah. Army of course. Because yeah. oh, yeah. Ben is a troop. Did he, mean, did he mean Falcons minus three as Air Force? No, no. He, he, no meant the, okay. he meant the Atlanta the Falcons. Atlanta Falcons. Okay. okay, I just had to make sure. No, yeah, all right, so we're all, on, we're all riding the troops. and I, The troops, okay. baby. Uh, they've looked we, incredible this year. They've looked dominant and they've got yeah. sick name the the name spot on the front of the jersey like it's a like it's their patch rather than on the back of the jersey it just says army because they just rep our country it's so cool <laughs> it's our so country sick. baby it's so sick <laughs> um all right 
Do you guys right. want to move to the NFL? Let's move to the yeah. NFL. So I can kick it off. All right, so I heard a stat earlier today. Um, it's like teams that go 0-2 that don't cover and that go on the road as an underdog are covering that game at like a 67% clip. And they're also um, winning at almost 40% of the time. So that has happened um, off the top of my head. That's three teams right now. The Detroit Lions, the New York Jets, and the Carolina Panthers. The Detroit yep. Lions are at the Arizona Cardinals. The New, mm. the New York Jets are at the Indianapolis Colts. And the mm. Carolina Panthers are at the L.A. Chargers. Give me all three of them as a um, to cover. Give me all three of them straight up bets to cover. Uh, the Detroit Lions going to uh, Arizona Cardinals. Um, Kenny Do- Kenny Galladay is going to be back. I don't think Arizona's defense is that good. Detroit's defense isn't that good either. Um, but Matt Stafford is, and you know that he loves to throw to Kenny Galladay. So let's do it. Give me Detroit at plus six in Arizona. I don't hate the my pit. first one. I don't hate it. Um, and you took all three of them? Yes. Those are your three straight-up NFL picks? Those are my th- – yes. Oh, uh, I can get to the rest of them. So the Jets um, – I know people are going to say, oh, the Jets suck. The, the Jets do suck. Let me be they, clear. The horrible. Jets absolutely do suck. But are the Indianapolis Colts like an amazing team? I don't think so. They lost to the Jacksonville Jaguars, which I know they have you know, impressed enough. a lot of people. Um but the Indianapolis Colts defense is not that good. I mean, they shut down Minnesota, but Minnesota's terrible. So uh, I do think that, especially if their center, Connor McGovern, plays, I think they'll be able to run the ball on the Colts, whose run defense is pretty suspect. Uh, the Colts actually just lost Malik Hooker, uh, uh, a good safety. All-time and they also man. just lost uh, Paris Campbell. They both will not be playing in this game. Um, so who will Philip Rivers be throwing to? Uh, T.Y. Hilton, okay, he's good. And Michael Pittman, who's a rookie, he's, he's good, but who knows what they can do. I uh, think the New York Jets are a live dog in this game. I really do. I mean, especially at 11 and a half. Like, I, I feel yeah. like at minimum the Jets can keep it within that range. I'm telling you right now, as a 49ers fan, there was times early in the game – where I thought that the Jets were going to beat the 49ers. I really did. Because, I mean, if they can punch in, you know, if they can go down and score a, like a touchdown early, put Rivers behind, they're not going to be able to run the ball. I'm telling you, I like 11 and a half a lot. Um, I don't have the live odds in front of me right now, but this is new information to me. Look for Mo Alley Cox to be a multiple time scorer in that game for the Colts. Mo Alley Cox. He's a former basketball player who gets up for passes off the line for the Colts. He's a beast. He's exactly what the Cowboys thought Rico Gathers was going to be. Yeah. Mo Alley Cox is very, very good. Um, I, I don't know what the odds are on that, but he is an interesting player to look for. And uh, what's your last one? Panthers and the Chargers. Carolina Panthers plus six and a half. So um, I will tell you right now, if Tyrod Taylor was playing this game, the Carolina Panthers were a live underdog. I was going to take them a hundred percent. Now Justin Herbert's going to be playing. I think Justin Herbert is better or ha- provides more upside than Tyrod Taylor, but. Is he that much better right now? Maybe. Um, Justin Herbert played great last week. I watched the whole game. There were a lot of throws that he missed. Um, Carolina's been really pesky. Carolina's been very, very pesky this year. Uh, If you go back to week one, they lost a shootout to the uh, Oakland Raiders or Las Vegas Raiders, excuse me. Um, And they probably, they ran a fullback dive on fourth and one instead of giving the ball to Christian McCaffrey. Uh, if they get a first down there, I think they win. And then they fought hard with Tampa Bay last week. Uh, I think that uh, the Chargers might come out a little flat this game. Uh, they fought hard against Kansas City. You know, they might overlook Carolina a little bit. Uh, yeah, so give me Carolina uh, plus six and a half. Uh, and I think that Carolina really has a, a legitimate shot to win this game. 
it's gonna be it's gonna be a tall task without star running back Christian McCaffrey in the game. But yeah. uh, Mike Davis, I believe, is their backup, and he got some major reps last year. And he looked uh, good. Yeah, and he looked really good. So I I don't know how much of a fall that's gonna be because Carolina's offense stinks anyway. No, Carolina's offense is good, man. They got uh, DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson, man. They stop it. Carolina stinks, but they'll still they'll still cover. I think they'll cover. And the thing is, is I think that the Chargers secondary can be exploited. And I know that with uh, Joe Brady, the Panthers' new offensive coordinator, they're going to be throwing the ball. It's just going to depend on can they block Joey Joey Bosa and uh, Melvin Ingram. Does does um, this pick have anything to do with the fact that you have the Chargers under for the season? <laughs> Maybe. I love it. I love uh, it. So I do have the Chargers under. I have a lot of money on the Chargers under uh, for the wins. Um, yeah, I mean, it could. Um, I, love it. I love it so much. Great pick. Now, yeah, I mean, it could, for real. And I, you know, if Justin Herbert's going to be playing, I, I'm – kind of nervous now because the Chargers do have a really good team but they just don't have a very good quarterback so we'll see the only the only NFL pick I have besides my parlay is the Packers plus three uh Alex and I talked about this pre-show a little bit the Packers might not have their best receiver the Saints might not have their best receiver um but what the Packers do have is a quarterback who is on a tear. They have a quarterback who hates everyone and everything in the world. He just got broken up with. He just got his backup drafted. Um, Aaron Rodgers hates everything in life except for scoring touchdowns. He loves that. And Drew Brees, I don't know if he could skip a rock across a pond three times. I don't think he could. I don't think he has any arm strength left. I think if Drew Brees was put on a mound, he would skip a ball in on a first pitch. Drew Brees looks like Ethan Bullock at Oklahoma State last week throwing the ball to me. <laughs> I think Green Bay wins the game outright, but I'm going to take them plus three. Um, the Packers are good, and the Packers screw me every time I bet against them. Yeah, I mean, I can't I can't argue with that. I actually, I like the um, I like the Saints in this game. Uh, but I definitely can't argue with the fact that Drew Brees looked absolutely terrible last week. Uh, I think this is going to be kind of a low-scoring game, especially if neither Michael Thomas nor Devontae Adams plays, and I don't think they will. I think that the um, if Devontae Adams doesn't play, they're going to be running the ball a lot, uh, Green Bay, that is, and they've been running pretty well. Uh, we already know that the Saints, you know, they, they like to run the ball. They like to, you know... They don't really push the ball down the field that much, and they really can't because Drew Brees doesn't have the arm for it. So, yeah, I think it'll be kind of a – I like the under in this game. I'm not going to, you know, lock it in or anything. I like the under, um, and I do like the Saints side. I'm going to have to disagree with you, Reed, but I can't Good. fault you for your reasoning at all. I can't. Um, that's my only other NFL pick. I have one pick. It's part of my parlay. But the only NFL pick I have for this week is my favorite team, the Cincinnati Bungles, against the Philadelphia Eagles. They're a four-and-a-half-point underdog. The Bengals have two losses by a combined total of eight points. Now, they're not against great teams. I'm not going to deny that. Browns, kind of stink. Chargers, surprised me. The Chargers, I was expecting a lot less from the Chargers. Now, that being said... I also think that the Philadelphia Eagles stink. Right now, the entire NFC is looking pretty bad. You know, I'm on the football team. I'm on the football team hype train. I'm not going to deny it. The Cowboys win last week was awesome. Always love when the boys win. But I think that Cincinnati had, if they can figure out how to manage the working in Joe Mixon along with the honestly the other running backs are solid. They're not the best. Geo solid. He's a good third down back that you can use in multiple ways. Beautiful mustache. Beautiful mustache. Love the stash. I think if Cincinnati can get literally every drive, I don't care if it's every drive you run on first down and you're extremely predictable, I'm tired of seeing these disgusting screen plays that they're calling on first down go for negative yards. That, yeah. that just kills your drive immediately right there. So my only pick that it is part of my parlay but this was going to be a pick just on its own with Cincinnati 
minimum covering against the Eagles, but I think they win it outright. I, I love that. I love Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow is so fun to watch play the game. He is, dude. That man is doing everything he can back there. Yeah, Joe Burrow is awesome. Um, He's 60 for 97 on the year, 509 yards, three TDs, one pick. Like He's, he's looked pretty damn good. It's just... That offensive line needs some help, man. Yeah, that's the thing. The thing is, the offensive line, and we all know what Philadelphia can do well. They can rush the passer. Interesting note here is that I uh, Fletcher Cox did not practice today. Uh, probably the Eagles' best defensive player. Yes. Um, yeah. I don't even know if it's probably. I think it's absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, no, he didn't practice yesterday. So he might not play. It's just something to keep an eye on. Uh, you know, like last week especially the the Bengals were kind of falling behind the chains and and uh there's a lot of pressure on Burrow and and I think that if if uh Cleveland can bring pressure on Burrow consistently I do think that the Philadelphia Eagles will be able to um, this is completely reliant on the Bengals offense hard carrying this game because the yeah. Bengals defense is terrible. Have a safety leading the team in tackles. That is not something that you want to see. No, they're terrible. <laughs> like, Did you watch the game last week? Like, on, dude, it was anything brutal. that Cleveland wanted to do as far as running the ball, they did. They were, yep. It was like, oh, we need to run out. We need to, like that one drive where Cincinnati really needed to stop. Cleveland just literally just ran the ball five times. Yeah, and it was like Kareem Hunt, Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, Kareem Hunt, touchdown. It was crazy. Yeah. Another interesting point is I don't think Geno Atkins or Mike Daniels are playing, oh. so that's gonna help. That's gonna hurt uh, Cincinnati a lot. They, I know they've missed the first two games. Yeah, man. Since these lines are just not looking, both sides of the ball are looking rough. Yeah. But I, All I right. have faith, man. I don't believe in the Eagles. Real quick before we get to the parlays, does anyone have a hot take on tonight's game? Uh. I think I think that the the Dolphins are gonna win. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Believe in the magic. I'm not gonna put any money on it. Um, yeah, I, I I don't think that the the Jaguars defense is any good. The one thing about Ryan Fitzpatrick that we all know is that he plays great against crappy teams and he plays terrible against good teams. Yeah. And I think that the Jaguars. I don't think that they're necessarily a crappy team. I do think their defense is crappy. Um, so Phillip Rivers did whatever he wanted to do against them, even though they ended up losing that game. Um, Who would they play next? Oh, uh, Ryan Tannehill and the Tennessee Titans did whatever they wanted to do. Give me, um, yeah, give me the Dolphins to win this game. That plus money. You made some very valid points there. And I, I, I hate to disagree with them because they are very good points. And the only thing I have to say is I believe in the stash. The stash at home makes magic happen. Fair enough. All right, I got. I have my two. Yeah, go ahead, Reed. Oh, no, I didn't have anything. Okay. All right, so let me get my um, – no, I have my, my dogs, my live dogs. Oh, yeah, you My dogs. two dogs. dogs. So give me the Jets. I already, I already you know – Explain it. Give me the Jets at plus 465 to beat the Indianapolis Colts. And then give me the Dallas Cowboys to oh, beat boys. the Seattle Seahawks uh, on Sunday afternoon. Um, Seattle really doesn't really have a whole lot of a home field advantage anymore, guys, except in primetime games. Uh, they lost a lot of games at home last year. Um, they lost the NFC West uh championship game against the 49ers at week 17 in prime time at home um so it's not like the early 2010s when the seahawks if you're playing in seattle you're gonna lose on top of that uh, i think afternoon games in seattle are a lot easier to win than uh, night games in seattle uh seattle's defense is terrible uh whether people want to believe it or not their pass rush is even worse their pass rush is absolutely terrible uh, two of their starters have been injured, might not play, Jaron Reed and Benson Mayoa. I don't think Benson Mayoa is going to play. Jaron Reed might, but, you know, it's going to be a toss-up for him, too. Uh, I think the Cowboys win this game, honestly. Okay. 
I agree. I'm, I'm and I, I hate the Cowboys, and I think oh, they're going to win know. this game. I, I have faith, man. A, a team that in that last game, they were down and out so bad so early. Like, Zeke looked like he had just woken up. I mean, the, oh, it, it was horrible. Like, you see that score at the end of the first quarter, and if you're on the Cowboys, you're just saying, GG, go next. Like, you yeah, know, you feel like it's over. But that team, they fought back. They chipped away at the lead. The defense held when they needed to. And it just came down to some big plays being made. Like, you know, they try that onside kick 100 more times. They probably get, what, maybe 10 of the 100? Maybe. Probably less. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, that's being generous, you know? But, yes, things did have to go their way. No one's going to deny that. I but agree. The fight in that team, I mean, I think they ride that for a few weeks now. Hey, and um, who did the Seahawks play last week, just so you guys know? Uh, my New England Patriots. Your New England Patriots. And who are the New England Patriots receivers? Um, yeah, exactly. Me, exactly. Nikhil, Harry, Julian Edelman, and... Uh, Demir Bird. Exactly. Uh now tell me, are the are those receivers better than Amari Cooper, C.D. Lamb, and uh, Dude, Michael CD Gallup? Look good. Give me the Cowboys, man. The Cowboys are gonna Dalton win this game. Dalton Schultz might be better than half the guys on the Patriots. Or exactly. Oh and if Tyron Smith plays, they're gonna ride Zeke. Oh, they're gonna keep Russell Wilson off the field. They're gonna get into like medium to short third downs. They're gonna absolutely dominate. Give me the Cowboys to win this game. You'll see me clapping like Jason. I'm blanking on his name. Who? What? The Cowboys backup running back. I'm blanking on his name. Tony Pollard. Tony Pollard. Yeah. Dude, when he was in, he was producing too. So he, he is had, good. Tony Pollard's great. able to control the ground game, like Cowboys by a long shot. Which I think they will. Now, Seattle's run defense is a lot better than their pass defense. But, um, if, like I said, if Tyron Smith plays, I think they'll be fine. Um, if you guys want to talk about underdogs, I've got a parlay of underdogs. It's, it's going to pay out 62 to I'm 1. Um, okay, I'm about it. You're interested? This is a spicy one. You're yeah. interested? Okay, so we just talked about the Dallas Cowboys, so go ahead and take the Cowboys' money line. They have to win the game outright. Um, we talked about a team from New England, the Patriots. They're playing a Raiders team who's riding high, but they've got Cam Newton. He's good at football. They're going to win that game. Um, he is good at football. Agreed. We're playing a. Uh, we're going to go ahead and throw in a, a quarterback who used to play in New England, Tampa. We're going to throw Tampa Bay in there because they're playing Jeff Driscoll. Um, they're going to beat oh. Jeff, Jeff Driscoll because Denver stinks. Unless I Denver agree. puts in Blake Bortles, and then we might have a show. <laughs> All right. We talked about Green Bay. I don't think Drew Brees can throw the ball. Throw Green Bay in their money line as well. We got two more teams in there. Tennessee is playing Minnesota. Minnesota might be the worst football team to ever take the field. Tennessee's yeah. got decent defense, a good offense. Tannehill might actually be good at quarterback now. Derrick Henry is Derrick Henry. They're going to win that game. And then the last one, this is where it really, really gets the juice. If Kansas City, the defending Super Bowl champions, can beat a team led by Lamar Jackson on Monday Night Football, you make $62 to your $1. It's a lot of teams that that need to win, but it's good teams and good matchups. Don't hate it. I don't have any of Alex's teams in there, which is kind of worrisome because Alex is confident in all of his dogs. However, that would just throw a ton of juice in there. If you really want to juice it up, take out a team like Tampa, who's clearly going to win, and throw in a, a crazy team like Alex's. Then you're looking at you know, 10,000 to one odds. So, you know. Big, big payouts. Yeah, I mean, I like, I like yours. Um, I will disagree on the the saints one obviously you know and we can battle back and forth about (laughs) that one um and i i think that baltimore is going to win the game but i can't fault your reasoning you have the best quarterback in nfl history at underdog odds i would you know you have to take that every time you you would think so um yeah i mean i love that parlay every every other team i think that uh new england's going to kick the crap out of oak uh las vegas excuse me uh, neither Darren Waller nor Josh Jacobs practiced today, which is noteworthy. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I love I love that parlay, Reed. I really do. That that is a spicy spicy parlay. That's yeah, there's your out. spice, baby. You know what? I have a parlay for you too, Reed. This Let's is my parlay for the Let's week. Let's hear it. Give it to me. Okay, so I got two of your teams. I got the Buccaneers and the Patriots. All right, I we already went over. I think both of those teams yeah. will win. 
Uh, I don't want to say easily, but I think both of those teams will win. Ohio, I'm going to go against you. I think that the Eagles will beat the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, it's understandable. The Eagles, the last time they started 0-3, I think, was in 1999. They're at home this week. The Bengals, even though they were in the game last week, they shouldn't have been in the game. Like, oh, the Browns were way better than them. And then here we go, Reed. It's going to come down to this. It's going to be the Saints. I have the Saints. So if you hit all, if you hit all your legs and, and, and I hit all my legs, at least somebody's going to win. You know? I love it. I love it. So, so let's do it. Uh, I have the Saints. Um, I, you know, Michael Thomas probably won't play. I don't think Devontae Adams will play. I think the Saints have a better defense. Um, and I, you know, the, it'll be a good game. Two great quarterbacks. Rodgers is playing out of his mind right now. One thing that I will say is that Green Bay has scored a million points the first two weeks, but they also have had a million points scored on them. Yep. So that is something to consider. Yep. Um, Ohio, do you have your parlay? I do. Mine's a bit more on the safe side. Minus, obviously, I'm throwing the bungles in there. It's my first one. That's my like. That's my biggest safe. upset on this. Yeah. Nice and safe. You know. Um, then I am going with the boys in Seattle, you know, for everything that Alex pointed out, I believe in the boys. I think they're going to ride that hype going into the next week. I mean, you know, the 12th man won't be, it hasn't been the same since, you know, late thousands, early 2010s, whatever you want to call around that time. Um, plus with the limited capacity, like, I just, I don't think it's the same environment for them. Um. And then the last one that I have, it's only a three team, is the Washington football team. Oh, wow. WFT, I believe in the Washington football team. I think the Browns are a more skilled unit overall. But Washington, yes, they've had a few missteps here and there. But they're not huge game-ending missteps. You know, they haven't made those plays that you see it late in the third quarter, early fourth, and you're just like, this game's over now. You know, they've managed to control the ball, control the field, and I, I, I'm just, I don't believe in the Browns as much as I want to because Baker has been so hit and miss. I think they have an extreme amount of talent on the team. Like, I, I don't think anyone denies that on both sides of the ball. There is a yes. lot of talent. But between the coaching staff and the erratic QB play, give me the football team, baby. I think that I, I like that, Ohio. Uh, I think that both teams match up well with each other. Um, I think it's going to be a low-scoring game, too. Definitely. I think that Cleveland's, the way that you can beat uh, Washington when they're on offense is uh, their offensive line is terrible, so you rush the passer. Um, and and Cleveland can do that with Miles Garrett. Um and then one way you beat Cleveland is put pressure on Baker Mayfield, and, and we all know that Washington can do that. So uh, I like that. You know, I, I, I did my formulas for my dogs, and um, ESPN, if you use their uh, Washington football team win probability uh, at 36.3, that return on investment nets you uh, 36.1%. So um, we take those. at those we odds. Those. So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I like that. Um, right, does so anybody else have any more picks? No. Um, no, that's it for me for the week. All right, uh, I've got I've got some special picks to close it out. Okay. okay. All right, non NFL related, and then we'll finish it out with my special sour tease of the week. Um, non NFL related picks. I've got the uh, the Dallas Stars game four Friday night. They're down two one in the series. They're coming back. They're gonna win. I'm 4-0 my last four hockey picks. I suck at everything else, but I'm picking hockey well. The Stars are coming back. They're winning outright, plus 135. And uh, on Saturday night, UFC, there's the first pay-per-view back at uh, Fight Island, headlined by Israel Adesanya. He's a freak. He's a monster. Israel Adesanya is a minus 170 favorite. He's fighting a guy who's undefeated. And Israel Adesanya has only finished two of his seven fights that he's that he's won in the UFC since his first fight, which he knocked the guy out, who was a 
cupcake. So since then, he's only knocked out two guys. Paulo Costa's undefeated. Paulo Costa's not going to get dropped easy. Israel Adesanya is going to win the fight, but he's going to win by decision plus 300. Um, okay. So those are my two non-sports okay. related. And now we got the, spe- the special sour tease of the week. We're buying 13 points on these four NFL games at minus 130 odds. The Rams plus 15 and a half because Absolutely. the Rams are not going to lose by three touchdowns to the Bills. The Titans no. plus 10 because they're going to beat the Vikings like a drum. So we're just going to go ahead and take 10 points extra there. The Cowboys are not going to get beat by the Seahawks by more than 17. The Cowboys plus 17 and a half. And Kansas City, if they can just not get blown out by the, the Ravens, plus 16, that's a can't lose. You cannot lose on that. I'm oh, betting yeah. two units that's... on that. Okay. Oh, I like that. That is a solid group there, buddy. Now, there's no way that... The week. There's no way that Kansas City will get beat that badly. There's no way any of those lose. That's the special no. sour tease of the week. Yeah. <laughs> S-S-T-O-W. I like it, Reed. We're I like it. Segments to the Incompetence Podcast. Hey, you got like any it. special sauce for us? I mean, I can I can come up with a teaser. Let me let I me mean, see real quick. I have some sauce, but it's not traditional sports sauce. Hey, give me the non-traditional sports. Yeah, I love it. Go ahead. Okay, so. I know you guys don't follow esports too much, right? But uh, the World Championship for League of Legends, biggest game in the world right now, over over the entire world, not just North America, biggest game in the world. Their World uh, Championship starts this week. So, technically it starts tomorrow at 3 a.m. It's being held in China. All the teams are there. It's the group stages tomorrow. Um, it, it's not a traditional bracket format. If you're comparing it to March Madness, this is like the first round of March Madness. Um, except the best teams aren't playing. It's the lower-seeded teams from some of the other regions. Um, the current lines for certain teams that I looked at, uh, there is one team in particular. They are called Unicorns of Love. Ooh. They're a CIS region. <laughs> so they are Russian. Um, they have been, throughout the second half of the year, they went 35-2 and two in their matches and are a huge underdog in this. I believe right now they are paying out, it's paying out seven to one right now oh, on wow. the odds of them making it out, not winning their group. They just have to get second in this group of five. So right now I am really high on Unicorns of Love. I'm going to be, you know, supporting them in this and probably putting a little bit of money on them. Um, the other one, it's uh, PSG Talent. PSG Talon is owned by Paris Saint-Germain, the football club. Uh-huh. Um, it's one of their esports brands. And they are actually a favorite in the same group as Unicorns of Love, but two of their players could not go to China for uh, visa issues. So they're missing two of their main players. So I don't think that they have any chance of getting out. Um, I'm actually betting against them at 4-1 to one odds get, uh, on not getting out of the group. Um, besides that, uh, there's not anything super interesting in the play-in stage. You know, these are a bunch of unknown teams. The odds get thrown around a ton. Um, but beginning, not next week, but the week after, I believe, is the bracket stage, and I will have some spice for that one. Let's go. I have very hot takes on who's winning Worlds this year. And Absolutely. And I don't think it's Korea. All right. But, Swag, what you got for us that's spicy? Uh, I mean, nothing nothing like that. Um, all right, I'll, I'll give you something. And I don't even know what the odds are. But give me the Miami Heat to win the NBA Finals. Dude, the Heat have been hot. Kyle like, were talking about that this morning, man. Like, don't give me like, that. Um, I, I hate ever, like, betting against LeBron. But, man, the Heat have looked good. Dude, they're rolling right now. Um, like, I mean, I don't, I don't have any other tea. Like, I don't have any. I can, I mean, I could come up with a teaser for you guys fairly quickly. Uh, but if you're looking to make some money, uh, I really think the Heat might win it all. I think that the Denver Nuggets will actually give the uh, Lakers a, a lot of trouble. I really do. Oh, yeah. Uh, the uh, Denver should actually be two and one in lead of the series if Anthony Davis would have missed that shot. Yeah. Um. So. Um, yeah. yeah the, nugget, the Nuggets are plus two hundred five tonight. I love that. Yeah. 
and I, th- I think they'll cover. I think the Nuggets are, are shocking a lot of people right now. I think oh, they're, they're playing great. well. They're great. Um, but for a teaser, um, this is going to be – we're buying 13 points. Um, we're going to do four teams. Give me the Chicago Bears and the Atlanta Falcons over 34. Okay. Um, the, one of them might score 34 on their own. Yeah. Um, give me Dallas at plus 18. Uh, let me see what else we got. Um, give me the the Houston Texans and Pittsburgh Steelers over thirty two. And um, give me the hey, give me tonight's game. Give me the Miami Dolphins plus sixteen. Love it. Let's okay. ride. Okay. Let's ride the special teasers. Is how yeah. we're taking this to the moon. And I'm not. I'm not gonna put that. I'm not gonna put that in my. Because um, I'm not gonna yeah, bet it, yeah. so I'm not gonna put it in the spreadsheet, so you guys won't be able to see it. But um, yeah, so if you're listening, Dolphins plus sixteen, Houston and Pittsburgh over thirty-two, Chicago and Atlanta over thirty-four, and Dallas plus eighteen. Um, also. Forgot to mention, Ben. We we love you. Sorry, we forgot. Atlanta minus oh, three, Arizona minus five yeah. and a, uh, five and a half. Um, and the Bengals and Packers on the money line, right? Uh, yeah, I didn't put those down. But, okay. Yeah. All right. Sounds good, guys. All right, we good? All right. Good. I think that's a good way to close it out. Um, All right. We're doing another one next week, correct? Yes. Uh, we don't have a date and time. If you want, you can check out our Twitter. We'll definitely be posting on there when we go live. I'd expect Wednesday or Thursday somewhere around there so we can get all the games through the weekend and then come back, get our thoughts on it, look at the next week's odds. Um, But, yeah, it's a great way to close out the show. Guys, do you all have anything else to say? Good luck to everyone. Good luck. Good luck. Alex, we'll talk tomorrow. Yeah, It's UTSA. It's Mid-Tennessee State. The Battle of the the Bros. Game week one. (laughs) Call for that one, boys. Yeah, we yeah we might have to like have a FaceTime thing and then like like see our reactions. That'd be kind of yeah, cool. Stream stream the fourth quarter on Twitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can do that. Oh, we can get it set up. All right, let's do All right, it, fellas. All right, we'll stream see you. That'll be it. We'll see you later. Right. Peace. Right. Stream's over. <laughs>